the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and for the next two hours, we're going to be talking about cars, and we can talk about your cars, or we can talk about the car you think you want to get, or your car problem, or you and your wife argue on whether or not you should change the oil by hours or by miles. I had that question on an email the other day, and, and somebody said that I was told that I need to change my oil every 500 hours. And uh, and then I start thinking, well, it depends on if your average speed is 10 miles an hour or if your average speed, like uh, uh, some people in my family, is 80 miles an hour. So it really makes a big difference on that hours, how you, how you translate that to mileage. But nevertheless, it's just one, another car issue thing that comes up on my radar screen every single minute of every day. 602-508-0960 is the phone number if you have a car question or a car problem. 602 508 0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Tom at Action Auto Repair, I-17 in Deer Valley. I've known Tom Tom since 1983. The, the shops that I recommend that you go to, if you live in that geographical area, are guys I've known for a very long time. And here's why it's important that you know that. There's a lot of shops that go out of business after the first, second, third, fourth, fifth year. There's a whole lot of that. There's a whole lot of shops out there right now that have had 10 owners over the last 15 years. There's a lot of shops that change hands. There's a lot of shops that change technicians and management and software and all kinds of stuff. So when you get somebody like Tom that's been in the business since 1968, um, it it makes a big difference. No, I I looked at the wrong place. 1983. 1983. So, Tom, he's a good guy, Action Auto Repair. Um, when you, I'm going to give you a, a battery lesson real quick on a, on a battery. If you test a bed battery, they all fail. So you can't take, if you, if you get in your car and you hit the key and it goes, and you get that machine gun sound, if you think you're going to take it to the auto parts store and have them test it, they, every dead battery fails the test. They all fail the test. So you have to charge the battery before you can test the battery. That's all there is to it. That's always been the science way, and it's always now, and it will be forever. The fact of the matter is you got to charge it. Now, where does it mean you charge it? A fully charged battery can be 13 volts. So we can be 12.6, 12.8, 13 volts. You put an alternator on that, and that 13 can go to 13.5 to 14 volts. So the battery is used to run in between 12 and 14 volts. That's where the battery is used to run it. And the higher the voltage means the stronger the charge. So when we test it, what we do is we use a, a, a device that pretends like it, it draws a lot of electricity out of the battery like you're starting the car up. So we push a button, it loads it, and we don't want it to drop below 9.6. So if it drops below 9.6 and it's fully charged, then that battery's defective. Now, 
today we have all kinds of fancy dancy stuff we hook up and it does all kinds of stuff the fact of the matter is is the battery has to pass the load test that's all and another thing is that the battery can't be shorted internally where you park it at night and it's and you left it at 12.9 volts and then the next morning it's at 9.4 volts well it's internally shorted if you left the cables off of it one of the cables off of it but if you left it on the car then you got to go back out and look at it in the dark to see if the trunk lights on the dome lights on see if anything's on in the car but really and truly this electrical testing procedure i'm talking about at most shops is somewhere between 45 give or take 20 bucks well i'm going to change that it's going to be 55 or 60 give or take 40 dollars <laughs> because there's some of them out there at 100 bucks and there's some of them down there at 30 dollars so it just depends so again you can't test a dead battery because they're all going to fail that's all there is to it period end of story um if you have if you're in the market for a used car let me tell you about one and and i'm going to tell you that it's mine um it's a car that my wife has driven so i'm just going to tell you about it it's a four-door ford edge it's got 22 inch tires on it. it's got really f fancy tires and wheels on it it's got window tent it's got a moonroof and a sunroof it also has 148,000 miles but i want to defend that that mileage as best i can because um, most of it's highway mileage, which is between Chandler and Tempe and Payson. Highway miles is good for this reason. When you get the engine up to operating temperature, it likes that area. So if you just go from your house to church and you do that every day, or if you go from your house to work that's a mile away, that car is going to build up a lot of moisture in the oil. And that car's it's like a horse. If you just walk the horse 100 yards every day, um, that's one thing. But he's not going to be as healthy as a horse that runs that track around the football field two or three times a day. That's the difference. So it's got WeatherTech mats. It's got a sunroof. We've tinted the windows. We're the original owners. We have all the maintenance records. It's got new tires, blah, blah, blah. Oh, by the way, it's $9,000. But let me tell you, I'm proud about this. I did an analysis of all of our work orders. Okay, <laughs> and so we have, um, I have uh, all the dates and the miles and what we did and what the cost is. Now, four tires, alignment, suspension work, and window tinting is $1,300 my cost. Okay, I'm just going to tell you that because if you're interested in the car, I'll send you this document. It doesn't make any difference to me. But in 148,000 miles, we've done four sets of tires. Now, it's interesting because one set of tires here is um and tires and wheels is seventeen hundred and thirty two dollars and obviously my wife decided to change those tires and wheels somewhere along the line but one of the sets of tires is eight hundred and eighty dollars and then if you look and you find tires again in here you'll find out that the tires had gone down in price and then they came back up in price so it kind of moves with the with the market seven hundred and fifty eight for one set of tires and then uh uh, I know there was one in here for nine something. Anyway, so four sets of tires, twenty oil changes, six cabin filters, spark plugs at ninety thousand, two engine mounts at ninety thousand, and uh, three batteries uh, in one hundred forty-eight thousand miles. So we have forty-one repair orders. So we got the history, we got the car. If you have any questions, if you want to take a look at it, it's in Tempe. My email address is mark at marksalem.com mark at marksalem.com and uh, if you want to talk about it I'll tell you about it I'll send you pictures of it whatever you want to do or you can just go down to Warner and I-10 and take a look at it and drive it if that's what you want she got she wanted something bigger because she does lots of junkin so she got an explorer and that's the reason that the, the edge worked perfectly for her and I don't think this 
middle seats have ever been up because the dogs and because the uh, the stuff that she buys goes in that back. But the Ed, or the uh, the Explorer just has a longer wheelbase and she can put more junk in her car. So that's kind of how it works. If I get into trouble for that, it's okay. I'll, she'll only be mad for a week. Anyway, when it comes to car repair, um, there's a whole lot going on right now. And one of the things that you should know about is is that there's a whole lot of people are making changes to the rules that we've all lived by for all of these years. And they're telling you that you need to deviate from the owner's manual because we live in Arizona. And I want you to know that's flat-out bull. That's flat-out bull excrement. It's not true. The manual's written for everybody from Alaska to Hawaii, from South America to Canada, to the Arctic Circle, to the, to the Bermuda Triangle, wherever. It's written for all those cars. So it doesn't say if you have this general temperature, if you live in this zip code, go to this maintenance schedule. This is just not the truth. Today with our oil, we're getting a lot of, a lot of, I get a lot of calls from people. I get a lot of emails from people that I went to a shop and it could be a dealer, an independent, a chain store. It could be a gas station. They went someplace. And there's good guys and bad guys in each one of those segments. So they went to, and they were told that they need to change their oil, and then when they changed the oil, they put a sticker on it that says change it in 6,000 miles. But the oil was $125 oil change, which means it was a synthetic blend, a synthetic oil or a synthetic blended oil. And those have 7,500 to 12,000 mile intervals. And so it's not really fair for the shop to shortcut that time frame. It's not really appropriate to shortcut that time frame. So if you buy a conventional oil, which is what we had in the 70s and the 80s, and we still have today, a conventional oil, then your oil changes three to 5,000 mile intervals. If you have a semi-synthetic or a blended oil, which is 50-50 synthetic and 50% conventional, or it could be 80-20, you don't know. But most of the name brand synthetic oils are truly a 50-50. Okay, so that's going to be 5,000 to 7,500, and then a synthetic that starts at 7,500 and goes all the way to 12 and 15,000 miles, depending on your owner's manual. I would suggest that you take advantage of that because, like, for instance, my wife, um, she'll she'll rack up 15,000 miles in a heartbeat. I like the idea of only doing an oil change every six months on her car or something like that. <clears throat> it's just a lot better. It's easier. And if I time it right, I can change your oil at the beginning of the summer and the beginning of the winter. So twice a year or something like that. Now, in my pickup truck, I go 15,000 miles a year, but it also holds, I think, 11 or 12 or 13 or 14 quarts of oil. It's a diesel motor. And so I'm using it as synthetic, but I'm going about 12,000 miles a year. 12,000 miles between oil changes. I have at least two oil changes a year because I'm driving more than 12,000 miles a year. So that's kind of how it is. People are changing the parameters in the owner's manual for their benefit. They're telling you there's no way you can drive that car in Arizona if you only flush the cooling system um, every 100,000 miles. That's just not true. The coolant that we have is is super good coolant. There's no reason you can't do that. <laughs> it's It's a situation where the owner's manual calls for that. In the old days, we used to do your fluids. Now, the fluids, like radiator fluid with coolant, uh, transmission fluid, differential fluid, sometimes brake fluid. We used to do that about 30,000 miles. Today, almost universally on cars, that's 100,000 miles. 
What's the difference? The difference is, is we're so much better off today with the fluids that we have. We have much better coolant, much better oil, much better transmission oil. We have synthetic transmission oil. We have synthetic gear oils. We have all that stuff, and you can change it. The sin is for them to charge you for a synthetic oil change, but then tell you or put you on their in their computer to have them send you a postcard at 30,000 miles to change it. Now, it is true in, in the defense of the repair shops that we can't possibly look at every owner's manual of every car, but we all kind of know what the parameters are. And most of the guys I know that have been in business for 20, 30, 40, 50 years, we all know the difference. So sometimes we may not hit your, your owner's manual exactly right, but we're not calling you back in for an oil change that we just charged you $150 for in 3,000 miles. That's just a violation of common sense. So that's what it's all about. 602-508-0960. If you have a car question or a car problem or if you want to discuss what I just said, 602-508-0960. And my email address is mark at marksalem.com. And during the radio show, I don't have my email in front of me, but I'll answer it after we're done on the show, mark at marksalem.com. Every Saturday, you can hear us right here on KKNT. We start at 10 o'clock, and we go till noon, and we're happy to do that on your behalf. And if you want to join us, 602-508-0960. Charlie Kirk sees interesting things happening in China. You know you are on the wrong side of history if you are the one marching through the streets with weapons preventing people from talking. China is sending students home so they can't protest. Meaning China is getting very nervous that there is something that is bubbling up under the surface in mainland China. The Charlie Kirk Show, weekdays at 10 on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. TV news. It's a love-hate relationship. Well, let's be honest. More hate. We agree. That's why we're different. Salem News Channel has assembled the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. Home to Charlie Kirk, Hugh Hewitt, Eric Metaxas, and more. There's finally a place on TV for lovers of freedom like you. Watch anytime, on any screen, free, 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. Are you interested in protecting your assets from market volatility, rising taxes, and economic uncertainty? Then tune in to Rest Assured Retirement with Jeff Holmes to learn how you can protect and grow your hard-earned money. Rest Assured Retirement, Sundays at 1 p.m. right here on 960 The Patriot. Protect your hard-earned money today and schedule a free, no-obligation consultation now at RestAssuredRetirement.com. After I got out of the Marine Corps, coming back home, it was just a mental breakdown for me. I was on the verge of giving up. That chapter, that season in my life was over. Now what? Who was I? That's what I kept asking myself. The pressure to have it all together, to heal, to quiet down the monsters inside, it was too much. I lost it. I had heard about the Wounded Warrior Project. I had seen the logo and that visual of a warrior carrying another warrior. The programs that the Wounded Warrior Project offers, it's not just the veteran themselves, it's its their whole family, it brings it all together. We have scars that we carry, and just because the scars are there doesn't mean that we're any less than what we were. Right now, I, I'm the best version that I ever have been of myself. I can embrace the brokenness. You wouldn't go into battle alone. You don't have to fight this alone. Visit woundedwarriorproject.org slash not alone. Wake up and text. 
Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Thousands of young people are dying from counterfeit prescription drugs laced with lethal doses of fentanyl. Never take a pill unless it comes from your pharmacist. We lost my 18-year-old son who had a very bright future ahead of him, and it was stolen. Just one counterfeit pill laced with fentanyl can kill. Visit OnePillKilled.org. OnePillKilled.org. OnePillKilled.org to learn more. Welcome back, everybody. 20 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Tom is on the uh, phone, and we're going to go straight to him because he's first, and then we'll get to you if you'd like to join us. 602-508-0960 is the phone number, and all five, well, we have four lines of the five that's available. Tom, good morning. How can I help you? Morning. I've got a 2009 Nissan Xterra. I'm getting a noise that sounds like it's behind the instrument cluster, and it almost sounds like keys swinging from the ignition key and hitting the dashboard, but that's not it. Um, it happens intermittently. I can't reproduce it at will. It's been doing it for three years, and I just turn the radio up, but it drives my wife nuts. <laughs> it's okay. I hear that from the women a lot more than I hear from the guys, and that's why I'm I'm giggling. <laughs> um. What you have to do to fix this is you got to figure out what you can do to change it. That's really, is it speed related or is it engine RPM related? So you're doing 70 miles an hour and you hear it, then throw it into neutral and listen. Is it go away? Is it still there? So those I've, kinds of things will help us. Go ahead. Okay. I've, I've tried that. I haven't been able to, to determine it and... Sometimes it does it for two or three minutes after the car is off with the key out. Uh, that, you're in an area I've never been in before, but 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 let's move on to this. I, I want you to change your climate controls on a regular basis. So I want you uh -huh. to start off with cold air at the dash vents, then center vents, then floor vents. Then I want you to go to full heat, and I want you to go floor vents, center vents, dash vents. I want you to do all that kind of stuff. I want you to change the fan speed. And when you have your climate controls on, whether you're hot or cold, I want you to go from low to high. We have to figure out what changes it. And once we figure out what changes it, it'll be kind of easy to go fix it. But right now, I mean, we have nothing. Yeah, that's. I've been trying to figure this out for years. Um, is, is Can you put the back of your hand on the face of the instrument panel? Can you feel it from the back of your hand? Uh, that's a good question. I don't think to do that when it, on the odd times that it happens. 
Okay. Uh, what I'm wondering about, I think your Xterra's probably got an electronic speedometer, but on the chance that it's a cable speedometer, how many miles are on it? Uh, 140-some. Okay. So this could be something that has to do with the speedometer cable, and almost always, if you put the back of your hand against the dashboard, the instrument cluster right on the glass, that you'll feel right. the noise as well as hear the noise. And if that's the case, and it has a physical um, uh, speedometer cable, then we just pull the cable and clean it up and put new lube in it and put it back on, and that's it. And that, and that, that could be the case even when the car is off and... That's the hard part right there. That's the, yeah. Now we're going to move into the climate controls. So if, if we've got this noise that's happening, I need you to move the climate controls up and down, hot and cold. you got six, you got three times two. You got two times three, six positions that I want you to try. Dash, dash air up on top, both hot and cold. Center vent, both hot and cold. Floor vent, both hot and cold. And, and 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 that's the real key. But, I mean, if you got out of the car real quick and the key's in your pocket and the noise is there, can you open up the hood and kind of identify a location? Uh, I can try. That, and if your wife's wearing old jeans, have her crawl underneath the car and listen. Okay. Now, that may not work real well, but I say that with my tongue firmly <laughs> planted in my cheek. <laughs> but but th- that's really, you know... Uh, if you brought that car into many shops that, that I'm familiar with, we'd say, okay, um, I'm going to have Eddie drive it. He, he drives it to the west side of town, so he'll just leave his car here. He'll take your car home, and he'll bring it back in the morning, and, and I'm pretty sure he'll be able to find it when he gets home, gets back the next day. So we have right. the opportunity to drive the car. Three days. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we're going to need it for more than just an overnight, but to be honest with you, step one is just bring it in, give us that give uh, us the industry I'm talking about. Give us the information you have. And I think that last part was a real key. It makes it when the key's in my pocket. And it doesn't well, after it, you no, shut it, it off. Well, it does it when I'm driving, too, as well. That's the thing. It's, 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 it's so random. Okay, but okay I, well, but let, let me ask it, you this. Okay. Should I, <clears throat> should I go through the, uh, uh, the iterations on the climate control when I hear the noise, or should I attempt to induce it by working the controls? Both. I just okay. want to know. I want you to, to make it happen or make it go away with the climate controls. Uh, uh, or okay. tell me, it only happens when I have my climate controls set in this 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 zone. You know? Okay. Um, it, it, you, and, then, and then your description of keys, I want you to sit down hard on that because that's a jingle. Um, and 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 so we're thinking jingle. We're not thinking where the blend door is kind of opening and closing and flapping. Tick, 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 well, that's tick, what it sounds like to me. Okay. It sounds like it's hunting for the right position sometimes. Okay. Well, if that's the case, then changing your climate controls and shutting it off in different climate control stages should change change the the problem. If that's the case, then. Yeah, somebody's going to have to pull the dash part and go in there and figure out what's going on. We have a bad blend door. We have a door underneath the dash that goes three positions. It's going to send air hot, or top vent, center vent, and low vent. Then we have another door for hot and cold air. So we've got a bunch going on underneath the dash. But, you know, this is another thing to do is when you hear the noise, I want you to, underneath the driver's side, put your hands underneath the dash and see if you can touch anything and feel the noise and do the same thing on the, on the other side. Okay. 
So I think you'll fix it. I think it'll be easy to fix once you touch it. That's what I uh-huh. think. Okay. Once you, and if you go in and you go, I'd like to borrow, your, not on Monday morning or Friday night, Friday afternoons for obvious reasons, but I'd like to make an appointment. I'd like a technician. I promise I'll only keep him for three minutes. I'm going to just demonstrate the issue to him, and then I'm going to hand you the keys and say, call me with an estimate. That's what I'm going to do. Right. And so if you if you do that and keep your word to us, but if you take my technician out and 17 minutes later you still have him underneath the dash, I'm going to be mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> okay? But anyway, okay. Do, you, do you have a shop that you like? Uh, I have a shop that has been doing okay for me. Okay. What part uh, of I'm town a, do you I'm live like, in? Uh, I'm Central Phoenix, like 15th Avenue and Indian School. Okay. Okay, well, if you go to MarkSalem.com, you got uh, you got uh, the car repair shop. Um, you've got uh, Billy over at 25th Street Auto. You got Dave Martins. They're all in that general area, and and any one of those guys is really really good and very very experienced. So just go to MarkSalem.com and just look at my map for the best car repair shops. But I'm not trying to steal you from the shop that you have now. I'm just saying here's an alternative. That's all. Okay. I understand. Can can I ask you one quick question? Yeah. Uh, another one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Same car. What What's your opinion of switching from uh, semi synthetic to full synthetic at almost one hundred fifty thousand miles? Um, no problem at all. You can do whatever you want. I, I I don't have any heartburn with what you just said. It's just a matter of a semi synthetic's got about a seventy five hundred mile oil change interval, and the synthetic will go fifteen thousand if that's what you want. How many miles a year do you drive? Uh, probably 15 or 20 at this okay, point. Okay, then that's easy. I'd go full synthetic, and I'd change the the oil at about the nine-month mark, and then I'd do it again in nine months, and then I'd do it again in nine months. That's what I'd do. Okay. That's what i do. Okay, got to run. But thank you, Tom. Thank you very much. The phone number is 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. You see, folks, why I'm talking so fast is this is going to be the first show in the last five years that I've hit every single mark by the second so, so far I hit the 17, and this is going to be the 30 mark in 15 seconds. So I'm expected to talk it down to the 15 seconds. So I'm going to use this time to tell you why I'm talking so fast is this is going to be the first show in probably five years that I've hit all my marks. We'll be back right after this. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Have you bought or sold a house recently? Well, you probably noticed a lot of changes in the real estate market over the last few years. This is Phil and Josh, hosts of Arizona Real Estate Matters, which airs every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960 The Patriot. From new industry regulations to down payment assistance programs, price increases and decreases, the real estate market is always fluid, and we are here each week to keep you truthfully informed and on top of your real estate game. So tune in each week to Arizona Real Estate Matters to hear what moves and shakes the Arizona real estate market today. That's every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960 the Patriot. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. 
text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. As a young teenage boy, I didn't even know what autism was. How do you even spell that? A few years later, I heard that a friend's cousin's son had been diagnosed with autism. I still wasn't sure what that really meant. When I went to college, my roommate's brother had autism. When I moved to the city for work, my best friend called me and told me his son had been diagnosed with autism. We were both in shock. I still remember the day I walked into the house and saw that look on my wife's face. I knew something was wrong. I'll never forget how I felt when she said, Our son has autism. Autism is getting closer to home. Today, one in 88 children is diagnosed with autism. That's a 1,000% increase in the last 40 years. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org signs. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You're bringing your daughter to her favorite pop star's concert. Do you A, wear earplugs? Isn't this fun, Dad? I have a soft pretzel. B, remember the moment with matching concert t-shirts. That's going to be 180 bucks. Or we can just take a photo. C, show her how you used to do concerts. We're going crowd surfing. I can't. It's too heavy. Oh, my God. Or D, just roll with it. Justin! I love you, Justin! I love you! When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org slash az. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Well, good morning, everybody. I'm Mark Salem, and we're live right now. The first time here, we've had some technical difficulties. But everything is on the up and up right now, and we're going to be doing it by cell phone. And so hopefully that will work for you as well. The lines are open except for Reggie. We have four lines open, 602-508-0960. If you have a car question or a car problem, 602-508-0960. And uh, you can get in. Um, it, technical problems just bite us every once in a while, and Gil and I are blessed because it's only like once a year, and today just happens to be that day. So I'm on my cell phone up in Payson, and he is routing me through his board, and I'll be able to talk to you. So 602-508-0960, this portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Action Auto Repair, I-7 in Deer Valley. Tom runs a really nice, clean outfit. And, you know, uh, as with most of the shops, or if not all these shops that I tell you about that I recommend to you, is, is we all know how to raise our hand and say we're not the best guy for your car problem, but we would go here if I were you. So all of us have some kind of a referral system set up within ourselves to say, hey, if uh, you have a Mercedes-Benz and I can't fix it, I'm going to send you to Goody. 
So that's kind of how it works. Tom's a good guy, I-17 in Deer Valley. It's called Action Auto Repair. Reggie, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning. I have a 2008 Honda Accord. It's pulling to the left quite a bit. Now, I've taken it in for a wheel alignment. I was uh, When I initially took it in for a wheel alignment, they said, well, you're going to need some lower control arms. I had the lower control arms installed, took it back. They did the wheel alignment, and it's still pulling to the left. I have no idea. Okay. Okay, I think you made a mistake when you told them to align it because you should have just told them that it was pulling to the left, and I'll tell you why. The very first thing I do, we do, our industry does when we say it pulls to the left or pulls to the right, we check the inflation and we cross the front tires. We cross the front tires. If we have a tire with a radial pull, then if I cross it, then instead of pulling right, it's going to start pulling left. And it's a tire issue. So I'm going to get that, get those tires off to the back, put the front on, boom, we're done. So you've probably had a whole lot of work done that you didn't need and obviously hasn't changed your problem at all. But let me make a suggestion to you. I, I think for free, you ought to go to discount tire and just tell them to just take the fronts off and put them on the back and the backs on the front or have them cross your front tires and see what happens. All right. I'll give that a shot. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, you bet, folks. That's that's the that's the issue. Is is when you call them and you and you get you make the diagnosis. Um, the shop should should have the sense to say, "Tell me why we're doing what we're doing," because the the fact that that Reggie and and frankly my wife and and many of my customers would probably do the same thing. The issue is is that it's not a good idea for you to diagnose it. So we 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 as we do the shakedown on the front end, we find lower control arm bushings, and so we're going to sell you those. And I'm, I'm, I don't know if they're needed or not. I don't know if Reggie's were needed or not. I don't know. The fact of the matter is, is, is our job is to identify problems and fix them. In, in this particular case, um, I feel pretty confident that with all the work that he's had done, that if they cross those front tires, it's probably going to change the pull. Now, it may pull it, make it pull right instead of left. That's okay. We got it. Or if he puts the backs on the front and that just fixes it, then clearly you know and I know that we've got a bad tire. We just have to find out which one of them is causing the pull, and it's called a radial pull. And sometimes the tire will just come apart within itself and just cause some kind of a slight wobble that will cause it to pull right or left. And the wobble you won't feel, but everything else you will. So those are the kinds of issues you have. If you have a car question or a car problem, you're welcome to join us, 602-508-0960. We have all five lines open right now, so you'll get one in. And if you'll just kind of tell me, this is the year-making model of my car, and I have this many miles, and here's the symptoms I'm experiencing. That really, really works well. It works well for you and works well for me. And those are the kinds of activities you should have at the front counter of, of your auto repair shop is I have a symptom. Um, I'll give you an example. The other day, I was running up and down um, from Payson to, to, to Tempe, and um, I noticed that I got a little bit of oil splatter on my windshield. And so I pulled off to the side of the road, and I had, had the dipstick had come out of the chute. And so I, I had quite a mess underneath the hood of the truck because it's a diesel truck, and of course, oil in a diesel is black. And if you get it on your skin, you're likely to be tattooed for the rest of your life. But I had a heck of a mess. And so, anyway, I got back home, washed the engine compartment up real good, 
changed the oil in the filter and took it for another drive and everything was fine. So I don't know why the dipstick came out. Um, I don't know, but I'll figure it out. But that's, uh, of course, some people would have said, well, I need a new engine because it blew the dipstick out of the dipstick tube and then it covered the engine compartment with oil. But that's not the case. That's just not the case. The truck runs fine. So I'll figure it out sooner or later, but uh, it's like anything else. It just takes time to kind of figure out what you were doing. And my wife says her diagnosis is I was probably going too fast. And I'm telling you from the bottom of my heart, she's been wrong before and she's wrong now as well. So 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. My name's Mark Salem and every Saturday right here on 960 The Patriot, I'm on the radio at 10 to noon. Brandon Tatum says it all starts at home. Young men growing up without fathers is the detriment of our society. When you think about the murders, you think about the homeless, you think about people who are incarcerated, people who are dropping out of school, majority of those individuals do not have a father. And for whatever reason, as a society, we don't prioritize that like we should. The Officer Tatum Show, weeknights at 8 on Intelligent Talk 960. The Patriot. Don't let your kids get fooled by the people they meet on social media. It may start as an innocent conversation, but those strangers are using their relationship to deal drugs to your kids. If you think tiny pills can't do much harm, think again. Fentanyl can end it all. Find resources at TalkNowAZ.com. Don't let your kids get fooled. Talk to them. And visit TalkNowAZ.com. This message is sponsored by the Substance Abuse Coalition Leaders of Arizona. Are you concerned about market volatility, rising taxes, economic uncertainty, and how it could all affect your future in retirement? Then tune into Another Money Show to learn how you can protect and grow your hard-earned money. Another Money Show, every Saturday at noon, right here on 960 The Patriot. Protect your hard-earned money today and learn more at anothermoneyshow.com. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figueroa, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny, when I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. 
no matter where they live in this country, will be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Well, welcome back, everybody. Let me uh, push a couple buttons here. And thirty or 43 minutes after the hour, 10 o'clock. You're more than welcome to join us. We have five lines available. Um, we had Jeff chimed in, but then he had to go. So five lines open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And uh, you'll talk to Gil, and then Gil will tell me in my ear that you've got a caller and the caller's name and so forth. We're kind of on Fred Flintstone uh, uh issues right now because the, the 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 communication between me and the radio station is is gone so we're using a telephone line uh like we used to do 30 years ago to to do a radio show and it's okay we can do that 602-508-0960 automatic transmission exchange phil over at automatic transmission exchange been around since 1968 he's been through transmissions from the very basic and the three-speed automatics that were in the 50s and 60s and 70s Chevrolets and Fords and Chryslers and Hondas and Toyotas. He's been through those all the way up to the new six and eight speed transmissions, electronically controlled, computer operated, all that kind of stuff, because the fundamentals are still the same. We're going to use electricity. We're going to use hydraulic fluid. We're going to use vacuum. We're going to use, um, you know, some kind of a command commander to tell something to open and close. And that's how we're going to shift the car. And so it's it's easy as long as you understand the fundamentals. So if you have a car problem with your transmission, automatic transmission exchange at 40th Street in Washington would be a good place to go. We get a lot of calls um, about, and I'm going to go through, because we don't have any callers, I'm going to go through some of the email that we've got recently. We had a gentleman that wanted to park his car for a while and wanted to know how to park it. And that's that's kind of an easy thing. It's also covered on MarkSalem.com and the FAQs. But we want to store it full of fuel, and we'd like to store it if it's going to be for any length of time. And I'm talking about two weeks or north of that. We'd like to store it with fresh oil. So change the oil and then take it in your garage, put it in the garage, roll up all the windows. Um, and then if you want, just to make sure that there is no electrical malfunction, um, disconnect the negative side of the battery. And so you disconnect the negative side of the battery, you got full of fuel, you got fresh oil in it, and when they did the oil change, they aired up the tires, checked all your fluids, belts, and hoses, and that's the way the car would like to be stored um, for a long period of time or a short period of time. And that way you hook up the negative cable, um, the battery's not dead, you'll have to reset your clock, you start the car, you drive it out the drive, and you you just uh, do what you're going to do. But that's kind of the way it's supposed to work. So uh, with respect to how long the oil lasts in your car, it depends on whether it's a conventional oil, a semi-synthetic oil, or a full synthetic oil. It's no different than tires. Tires have three or four or five different levels of quality. You've got what we call rag tires, that uh, where you can actually see the air inside the tires, and of course that's a joke. But uh, And then you have tires that uh, are, are clearly... A properly inflated and properly rotated are 50 and 60 and 70,000 mile tires. And it makes a lot of difference whether you're turning left or right or going straight. For me, I go up and down the mountain a lot, Tempe to Payson, Tempe to Payson. The issue for me is I'm driving straight most of the time. So I don't really rotate my truck tires because when you, when you turn right and left in a city environment, the front of the tire or the outside edge of the tire leans over. That's how we turn. 
And so we're going to kind of round off the outside edge between the tread and the sidewall. So instead of that being a nice square, it's going to be a little rounded. The back tires that follow are always nice and square. And that's exactly the reason why we're supposed to um, uh, rotate your tires is, is we're going to, the front two tires, it's normal and acceptable for the outside edge to be a little bit rounded between where the tread and the sidewall meet. That's called the crown. So that's normal. The back tires, all they do is follow. They never lean. We don't ever turn the back tires. And as a result of that, they're going to have nice square edges both the inner portion of the tire and the outer portion of the tire. Unless, of course, you've hit a curb in the back end of your car and you've done damage to the alignment of the back, and as you hit the curb, it pushes the bottom of the tire inward, and as a result of that, the top of the tire goes outward, and we start wearing the outside edge of that tire. Or if you if you hit it from the top, you, we're going to wear the inside edge. So one way or another, we're going to be able to see that there's damage to the back of the car, and uh, that's kind of how we want it to to. That's how we know that is, but we're very well versed on looking at the tire wear and determining is this normal tire or is this a, 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 did somebody hit a curb? Did somebody go sideways into a curb on a wet street? Those are the kinds of things that, uh, that we look for. And we have another caller. And who might that be, Gil? Say good morning to Wayne. Wayne, good morning. Good morning, Mark. Uh, I was just going to do a follow-up when I'd called you on a 2011 Dodge Grand Caravan had two new tires put on the back, and then I was experiencing this issue when I was going at highway speed around a curve, a uh, highway curve, and uh, suddenly the analog brakes are kicking in, and <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what this was. It uh, turns out after about 3,000 miles and reversing the rotation by switching the tires side to side, uh, the problem disappeared. So the tires seem to be going along fine. I don't know if it was a break-in thing, you know, stiff, you know, with the belting in the tire, or stiffness there or what, but the uh, problem seems to have disappeared and I'm not having any issues with it. Okay. Okay. So um, so the, the original symptom, describe the original symptom. It was just <clears throat> noise? Well, there were two. The first symptom was, as I was driving on the brand new tires, meaning the first 100 or 200 miles, uh, if I was at freeway speed and I'm going around a curve, there were times I felt in the seat of my pants like there was, uh, you know, a wobble of some kind in the rear end of the vehicle. Uh, okay. That was very mild. Uh, but then if I was taking a curve at, say, 75 miles an hour, uh, there would be times when the analog brakes would kick in and slow me down. Uh, no hazard necessarily. It just it didn't like the speed and it slows me down. And I couldn't understand that. And when I discussed it with you on the air, uh, you hadn't ever experienced that. So I took it back to the shop. They looked at it. They said, "Well, you know, the right side has got a little bit of drag on the bearing that the left side doesn't have." You suggested maybe difference in tire rotation from wear on the front tires versus brand new tires on the back, hence the diameter slightly different. There were a bunch of theories. Uh, couldn't figure it out. They finally then went back again. They reversed the rotation by taking the right tire to the left side and the left to the right. And after about 3,000 miles, everything evened out and the problems went away. The symptoms. Okay. Well, this. 
this was never a tire problem. This was never a tire problem. This was an ABS problem. And the ABS was seeing a rotation difference um, between one and the other. And that's why it's trying to apply the brakes to the tire it seems that it thinks is going faster. Now, this could have been a bad connection, but normally they don't fix themselves. The ABS sensors, when you have a bad connection, you're, you've got two wires and one of them's hanging on by one strand and one is normally and correctly attached to the sensor. Okay. And so this, this, this was an ABS issue or this was, this was something that was, was triggering the rot- the rotation of the tire was different from one side to the other um, for whatever reasons. Now, keep in mind that when we make a, a right turn, a 90-degree turn, we're going to change the direction or the rotation of the tires. The right rear on a right turn is going to turn only once, and the left rear on a right turn is going to turn three or four times. The ABS is going to know that because yep. you're not going to make a hard right turn at 80 miles an hour or 70 miles an hour right. or 60 miles an hour. So. The ABS is going to ignore those low speed issues, but this was never a tire problem. I've never fixed the problem that you 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 correctly described. I've never fixed an ABS problem by by you know changing the direction of rotation on the tire. Are they the same size that the car calls for? By the way, yes, they're factory recommended size. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, in one way or another, this could this the the sensor itself. Uh, it can be contaminated sometimes by brake dust and the metal that's shed by the brake pads. And it's not uncommon for us to take a blowgun and just blow off all the sensors. And, and about once out of every 25 times, that fixes this kind of problem where we have active ABS uh, activation for no reason at all. And so sometimes just dusting off the sensors is something. And that certainly is something that we should do. Um, when we're working on those kinds of things, because the sensor itself is p- very close to the to the tone tone ring, and the two of them oftentimes are real close to one another, and they start shedding metal or they start shedding plastic from the center. But one way or another, if it's fixed, it's fixed. We can uh, we can beat this dead dog for the rest of our lives. But I'm real happy that you got it fixed, and I'm I'm impressed with the shop stayed with it. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Wayne. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We're going to have two hours, or we have another hour after this one, but we also have a caller. Who might that be? Say good morning to Todd. Todd, good morning. How are you? Okay, Todd is gone. And Todd is gone. Todd, if uh, if we accidentally hung up on you, call us back, 602-508-0960, but it's also possible that you had your wife on the other phone and telling you that you were late um, for the 11 o'clock luncheon that you promised with her parents. And so if that's the case, you don't okay, have to worry Todd about back. it. Okay, Todd. Uh, Todd, how are you? What can we do for you? Good, buddy. Appreciate your show and what you do. Hey, I've got an 08 Ranger that uh, I uh, probably didn't do the right thing, and I serviced the trance on it. It's got 113 on it, a 3.0 with that uh, five-speed automatic. Anyway, uh, I put a filter and new fluid in it. And uh, I drove it, or, you know, warmed it up, made sure I had the levels right. And I've got that OD light is uh, flashing uh, repeatedly. And I know the fluid's up where it belongs. And it's, I mean, it's got a real hard shift to it. Like I said, I should, probably should have left it alone. But um, just, well, if you had any ideas on what I could do with that. 
you know, it's it's this is first. It's a very deep argument within our industry on whether new fluid causes all kinds of problems. The answer to that question is is no one knows if it's fuel fluid related until we fix it. That's all there is to it. We just until we fix it. So sometimes, and under the circumstances that you have, we would disable the overdrive altogether and just give it to you for a couple of days and see how it acts. And and we can do that by disconnecting uh, the uh, button on the uh, where however you apply and and, and unapply the uh, the the uh, overdrive button. You might try that yourself. You might start it up and before you even put it in reverse or whatever, just take it out of overdrive and go drive it that way and just focus on being out of overdrive the whole time. This could be a serious issue, but this this could not be a serious issue. This can be something in the steering column that's uh, given us a problem. With, it's called a clock spring where we, we've got some t- wires that are mo- motion with the steering wheel and some wires that aren't motion. And so we have a bad connection there, and that's going to cause your OD light to come on and off. Yeah, I mean, it was so there's a lot there's a lot going on here. What part of town do you live in? I'm in East Mesa. Okay, um, I'd probably take it over to Thompson's and just demonstrate the problem to them. Ask them what their checkout fee is, and um, or ask them if you if they would rather that you take it to a transmission shop that they trust in the area. Those are two good questions. I'm sure they'd help you. Thompson. Okay. Thompson, they're on Main Street and Stapley. Main Street and Stapley. Awesome. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you, Todd. Six zero two. Okay. Thank you, Todd. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We're about three minutes or two minutes away. Actually, one minute, one and a half minute away from uh, taking the top of the hour break. But we'll come back, and when we do, if you'd like to, you can grab a line. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. When when we talk about cars, what's important for the shop to remember, and it's important also for the customer to remember, is is that we each have our own responsibilities when we're talking about fixing your car. The 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 owner of the car's responsibility is just simply give us the symptoms. Don't tell us what Google said. Don't tell us what Uncle Henry said from Pittsburgh. Don't tell us what we read on the internet. None of that applies. Tell us what's going on. You, I mean, I mean, I really like it when when you have a situation where someone sits down and says it doesn't do it in the morning cold but once the gauge gets past a quarter on the temperature gauge then the problem is there and what happens is is 65 miles an hour i want to stuff it to the floor and it falls on its face and it just goes whoa and then it goes da 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 those kinds of symptoms are just very valuable. And if you'll do it a good job in giving us those symptoms, even in writing and in verbal, in, in face-to-face, it's going to save you a lot of money because we're, we're going to have the benefit of knowing how to make it happen, and then we can diagnose the problem. And that's what's important. So that kind of, that kind of cross flow between us and you is really, really important. But if you if it, you don't know the answer and you say intermittently it pulls to the right and there's no real rhyme or reason, then we're going to say, well, do you smell anything? Nothing unusual. Okay. Ha, does it ever pull really hard to the right when you brake? No, it doesn't. Does it ever pull really hard to the left when you brake? No, it doesn't. Okay. Those questions, while they may, may sound stupid to you, they're not. I'm asking you to make sure that we don't have a brake caliper locked up. So anyway, 602-508-0960. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.